two senseis and a casual. Acupuncture. Have either one of you done acupuncture before? Never have. I'm I'm excited to hear yeah. about it. All right. Well, I'll just get into it. Uh, you know, as you guys know, I have been, you know, seeing doctors and in different hospitals, and basically when they've ruled out a bunch of stuff, they just can't find anything. They kind of assume that at that point it's called fibromyalgia. That's something that basically causes a person pain like all throughout their body no real reason for it per se it's just like you're it's something that causes pain is no real scientific reason for it but for some reason your brain causes pain throughout your body is basically the best way to sum it up so Hmm. there's no like you know oh you have fibromyalgia take this you're better it's more like how can we go about managing pain so that's one thing that sucks there you know i don't know if that's really the case but went to acupuncture because that's supposed to be a great way to relieve pain right i i'm not a person that's like afraid of needles but i the thought of having needles all throughout your body that just i was like i don't know i don't think i could do that to be honest you don't even feel it they put needles throughout your body i felt just two it was one in my hand and one in my ear Hmm. only because that's where the skin is or the yeah the skin is like the thinnest in those areas like it was multiple majority of them i didn't even know she like put them in so basically you kind of just like you have the needles in you and then you take i think it's like 15 20 maybe half an hour you just sit there and just relax like you can meditate like you could do whatever but what this does is forces blood to like really move throughout your body and when i went to her she asked me a couple questions she looked at my tongue my lips she was like oh I feel like blood stasis is something that's causing a lot of your pain. So blood stasis, basically when your blood is stagnant in certain areas of your body, um, being stagnant, like, you know, basically is poor circulation. So like this can cause pain deep down in multiple areas of your body. So it was just crazy. She asked me a bunch of questions about my health history and stuff, but yeah, the acupuncture, it definitely made a difference. And then she gave me this tea I'm supposed to take like three times a day. Tastes awful. God awful. <laughs> but after you drink it, you're supposed to get a boost of energy for at least like 30 minutes. And I've definitely noticed it. It's just really the, the part of thugging out, drinking it. Because it is it is nothing, nothing good about this taste. And What's it supposed to taste like? What's it? What type of tea is it? Yeah. It's like a, a Asian kind of um, tea. It's basically supposed to be like a bunch of herbs and stuff to help with blood circulation and energy and what is it supposed to taste like drew i don't even she told me it won't taste good so it's not like they you know they they expect <laughs> you to you know really enjoy what you're drinking so yikes well it ain't about tasting yeah. good it's about blood circulation so hey, you know, get out. Drew, <laughs> talk to me. I, at this point i said i am literally desperate for anything that'll make me feel better whether that's you know cocaine or whatever would help me at the moment you know i'm, I'm at times desperate i'm just kidding about no, the cocaine. No, i mean I can, figure, I can figure that out for you if you need it you know 3200 pounds of cocaine <laughs> <laughs> how did you feel after the acupuncture like like when you got up and anything you know there's a slight difference like right mainly because the biggest thing is just like relaxing right you know, when you do it so 
I'm not going to say it feels like a massage because a massage, I feel like you have more instant gratification. But like I came home and showed the snow and huh. I can't remember the last time, you know, I was God damn, yeah. That. So um, seems like it worked. Yeah. Yeah, it, it worked. It, it definitely, I definitely noticed a difference. But the biggest thing with blood stasis is like you got to avoid cold, like at all times, like mm. cold foods. There's like, she gave me a list. So after you finish acupuncture, they give you like a paper of things to avoid or things to like eat that'll help you with whatever they, they think is going on with you. So, like, with me, being cold really has like an impact on, you know, how I feel. So, like, I definitely noticed the difference after I showed the snow. I was like, damn, maybe I shouldn't have did that. But, like, somebody had to right. do it. But, like, I have to avoid, like, ice cream, just, like, anything that can, like, really make me cold. Like, I have to try to avoid being cold outside as much as possible. But that's damn near impossible. So, <laughs> right. yeah, that's uh, hmm. that was acupuncture. I highly recommend it to anybody interested. To be honest, my biggest fear was the needles, and you really don't even feel them. So, that's yeah. Dope, bro. Do um do you ever do yeah. like um massages and stuff? Not yet, but that's next on the list because I know massages is another thing that helps with blood flow and blood circulation and also pain. But yeah, I'm definitely looking um through my insurance to see if there's anybody that can do massages that feel really yeah. good. So and also, yeah. does your that's- insurance cover crack? Because I'm trying to figure out, you know, if I'm, you know, I'm trying to help you, you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> I feel like insurance wise, they may not approve nah, that. Okay. But all right, I was really listening. Like, is he about to ask really what it covers? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Gerard, if you want to call your insurance and be like, "Hey, I just wanted to know," because I don't think I can ask mine. But if you ask yours, I, I, I feel like you. I got you for sure. Bet, bet. I feel like that's that's a step in the right direction. But yeah, man, this is another episode. <laughs> you know. I'm 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 your host, uh, Brandon, aka Bweezy, and uh, you know. By this point, y'all should all know who we are. That's Brandon. I'm yeah. Gerard. Drew is up next. I was about <laughs> to just do a cute little one, if that's okay. <laughs> I was going to be like, "Hey, I'm A Day, the name, sometimes called Drew. And get ready for a great pod, Buckaroo." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Drew, this face isn't at that. It's this T, man. This the, oh. I like the way that was intro, oh, though. That was nice. Yeah, man. Before we go any further, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Anchor. Uh, all of our links in one spot. Shout out to Giraffe for Linktree. All of our links are there. And also be sure to follow us on Instagram at 2HipHopSenseis, period A, period Casual. Um, we appreciate all the love and support. And if you're real, really loyal, as always, be sure to tell a friend to tell their friends about our podcast. We could be friends. But yeah, Gerard, you asked what we've been up to. Yeah, it's good to see you guys' beautiful faces. You know what I'm saying? Aww, Me and Drew thugged it out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and we had a week off, yeah. you know. But... Well, I think our last episode was our highest rated, too. It was kind of crazy. Just me and Gerard wow. and, you know. Oh. That's not what the statistics show. You know, that gets your confidence up, man. I, I'm joking. You know, I appreciate y'all doing the episode without me, man. I missed you, oh, man. man. It's been a no, while. It's nice we to have all three of sure, us. Yeah. I miss I miss y'all too. Um, being in a hospital again. Um, got some stories, man. Got some stories. I I got some stories about this whole experience. Whew. I I I'd love to hear. I don't know where to begin, man. There's a guy on my floor that uh, had dementia, so he would leave his room some nights, like at least 20 times a night, 
and he had an alarm on his bed. So anytime he left his bed, it would just like send an alarm on the entire floor. Hmm. Uh, so imagine trying to sleep with something like that right. going on. I had a room to myself, which I thought for a full night. And then when you in the hospital, like when you get a roommate, so I've had it two different times where I've had a room by myself and then got a roommate. The first time I was cool with one of the nurses overnight and he was like, you about to get a roommate. So I had time to prepare this time in the middle of the night. I think it might've been like one, two, three, maybe in the morning. They brush in like SWAT, man, like getting the bed ready, like, you know, like moving stuff out the way. Then a dude come in, he in like pain, like agony pain, man. I'm like, what is going on? He's it's, he's like bleeding. It's like, Jeez. bro, like I'm asleep and I wake up to this and then he, he like he's 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 got a problem with his stomach. So he's like, I need I need a trash can I'm about to throw up I'm about to throw up. I'm one of these people where when I see something or hear something like that, it make me a little, you know, I'm good, you know, so I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, bro, is this fucking real? Like the whole like experience it had, this is all like within, I don't know, like five minutes. So I'm like, dude, ain't nothing like thinking. Cause it's so rare now to have a hospital room to yourself. Right. So like thinking you got like peace and quiet and then a dude is brought in in that situation. It's just, it was a lot. So that was, that was one thing. Um, should have asked them to keep it down. Right. <laughs> and that's another thing. They come, they come in and like cut on lights. Like, oh. and when you're in a hospital, you just gotta be prepared for like it's like boot camp. When you finally <laughs> do get some sleep, you gotta be prepared for like somebody wake you up at five in the morning, like five in the morning. Hi, Brandon, we gotta take your vitals. And you just gotta like they don't be like, oh, he's sleeping. Like they gotta get the vitals at certain times. So yeah, man, it is, it is, it is a lot. I will say, at nighttime in a hospital, it's like not like twelve one, but like from like that seven or eight to like ten or eleven. It is one of the most peaceful places you could be, man. Like hmm. for whatever reason, in hospitals, stuff don't just like don't go down. It's either in the morning, the afternoon, or like that early like dawn, like mm-hmm. one, two, three, like. But them hours beforehand, man, you just be you chilling, watching TV, doing whatever you want to do. Like, so I'm not encouraging anybody to go to the nah, hospital. Nah, it's just you, you had a great commercial. You, you, yeah, you know, know, it'll be 27 and 11. You'll have the time of your life. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, like, you just be like, man, this is this is semi peaceful. You got nurses that's constantly asking you if you need water, or like if you if you order some food. So. I will say both nursing staffs I've been I've been involved with were really good, so that's that, that that's a blessing. But yeah, man. Um, oh, another story. So when I first get there, there's a guy already in the room that I'm transferred to. So it becomes night, and I'm watching Wild and Out. It's like maybe nine or ten. So I'm like, hey, man. Um, I hadn't talked to him at all before that, but something <laughs> just told me to try to be nice. I'm like, hey, man. If at any point you know my TV's too loud, just let me know, and I like. You know, turn it down, you know, because I'm not trying to disturb you, right? Dude goes, no, I think it's fine for now, right? Not even five minutes later. So I don't know what this dude is in there for, but, like, he wouldn't use his uh, his call button. Like, he just would scream out. He's like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> Can someone help me? Hello? I'm like, 
I'm like, bro, you want me to call the nurse for you? He's like, yes, please. I'm like, all right, call the nurse for him, right? Nurse walks in. She's like, how can I help you? He's like, is it possible I could be transferred to another room? He's like, I think the TV that he's watching is disturbing me. Oh, my God. I promise both of y'all. I'm like watching while I'm out, and like my head snaps the other way. I'm like, dude, I just said. I say right. I'm like, nah, I gotta be getting pranked. Like this is a prank. So then she's like, I mean, I can check, but I mean, all the rooms are pretty like packed, right? So she leaves, and I like, so I walk in the hallway. I'm like, I promise you. Not even five minutes ago, I asked him to let me know if the TV was too loud. <laughs> and I took, cut it down, right? Dude straight up told me, like, nah, I think it's okay. And then had me call the nurse to snitch on me. Like, I wasn't right. So I'm like, you know what? Nah. nah you should have whooped his ass. You should have whooped his ass. Stop my mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Come <laughs> to find out. So this dude, I guess, fell and on some ice and, like, mm-hmm. smacked his head on the ice, knocked himself out. And woke up in the hospital ICU because I guess they said he didn't remember too much from before. Like he he's got to get regain his some of his memory. Thankfully, he was able to remember his partner. Um, I think his high school and some stuff like that. But overall, like his memory, he was gonna have to like I guess uh, really work on that. But after I heard that, I'm like, damn, I feel kind of bad for being mad at him. Nope. <laughs> no, on the other hand, I'm like, mm, oh no, no. no. <laughs> But yeah, that was another situation. So that was before he was my first roommate. He went home. I had the room to myself for like basically that whole evening until they brought in the other dude like SWAT. So, but that second roommate was cool, man. Cool. Who's the, is, the, is the second one the guy who liked Eminem? Yeah, he liked Eminem. Put me on some songs. Uh, if only I could have done that back in the day and put you on, but that's exactly how I felt when I saw that text draw. I'm like, how? Where did I go wrong? Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> bro, sometimes you just got to be in a hospital, you know, bored as hell, just make you appreciate stuff you wouldn't appreciate if you was just out and about. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh man, he was the guy who he was the guy who came in screaming. Uh yes, but like it was understandable. Like he was uh-huh. he he was in a lot of he was in a lot of pain. But yeah, man, like that that yeah, it was. <laughs> and the, the the dude with dementia, the dude that snitched on me when I literally went out of my I could have not said nothing, nothing. and he probably would have never caught that nurse. But the oh, fact man. I was like, let me be nice, right? And he called he had me call the nurse. Man, come on, no, nah, I'm you about triggered to triggered him. <laughs> I, I did something. I don't know if he just repeated what I said because of his situation. I don't nah, know. He asked that's to be moved to another room, though. That's, that's the what I said. And awkward party is Gerard. They was like, "Sorry, we don't have no more room." So I'm sitting there. <laughs> it's a sheet between us, right? So thankfully he don't have to see me. I'm sitting. There, I'm like, "Oh man, let him let him come around." Right he must have just really hated Wild and Out or something. <laughs> right, yeah. Him if he could change something. Not gonna lie, Wild and Out probably is one of the blackest shows you could be watching. <laughs> so I'm sure he didn't appreciate the fact that I'm just sitting there rolling like, man, <laughs> it was some funny ass moments, though. It'd be great if you like turn to look at him and he's just <laughs> covering his ears or something. For those who can't see, Drew just covered his ears. I would not have put it past him. Put on the earmuffs or something. Literally, he refused to ring the the, the call light. It was just literally, you'd be randomly sitting there. 
And you, hey, you volunteered Hello? to get snitched on, though. You was like, you want me to call the nurse? When you in the hospital, bro, you trying to make it as peaceful as possible because you and your roommate is going to be there for how long? You don't know how long. So you, I'm just like. It's just man. the way you did that. Hello. <laughs> That's like, Can someone help me, please? I'm like, bro, like, I hit your call light. Like, there's literally what No, nah, he, he just was going to call out to his That's nurses. Fuck a light. That's, That's gold. But yeah, man, those are just, what, three stories of my hospital stay. So, hey, if y'all want some more, any episode, just let me know, man. But what, what have y'all been up to? Oh, just just working. You know, the old Ann Arbor grind and hanging out, listening to music, playing 2K. Same. Working. It's, I mean, there ain't much to do working these days. Still waiting on that stream. Good Lord. Just... I texted him the other night, Gerard. He was like, where's that stream? I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I get a little too, and I forget. <laughs> I forget to hit that broadcast button. It's it's tough sometimes when you're in the heat. You're in the thick of a I game. About, I thought about texting you the other day. I'm like, no, nah, I don't fall asleep and not watch a stream. And he finally streamed, and I'm not watching. I'm like, nah, I got to be able to be tuned in. So I'm sorry. it's going to happen, Drew. Oh, my goodness. This tea is – oh. Between this tea and oregano oil, I don't know if either one of y'all tried it. It's supposed to be really good for the immune system and for blood circulation. Tastes awful. I'm, my I'm best friend there is, he told me, he said, if something tastes awful, that's how you know it's yeah, good for well, you. I don't know yeah, if I'm I agree with sure that, that, but works scientifically. So uh. <laughs> if, that, if that's the case, I'm I'm taking some healthy, uh, the healthiest of the healthy shit oh, you cool. can have. I just got to chug this last bit. Y'all see this? This uh, all I got left. D, you got an air fryer, right? Yes, sir. You should try uh, cauliflower wings. Or have you we tried, tried cauliflower uh, yesterday? It was it was it was it was solid, but I I needed something like I don't know what I can put the cauliflower in to where we can put something on it mm. or like make it like crunchy because uh, ours was i mean ours was like pretty crunchy it was nice it what did y'all what did y'all do i think she used a little extra oil or something when when she fried them i don't think she used the air fryer the first time i think she just used like a regular pot and with oil you know did you, put, oh, did you see, use no, just flour put... or did you make a batter when you made it be I gotta ask. I was we didn't so we put it in the oven. The recipe called to put it in the oven, um, but the oven just really made it soggy, soft. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think of what I could put the cauliflower in to make it crunchy. And I'm thinking dry batter, as if I was frying yeah. something, but I I didn't know how it would go. Probably, yeah. I just like watching them drink that last bit, muscle through that. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. If you can drink that, you can take a shot, B. I'm not going to lie to you. I would take a shot right now if I could to get this taste out of my mouth. Give me a hell yeah. Happy Sunday. You're getting after it. Oh, good (laughs) Lord. What y'all been listening to? I've been getting it rocking since niggas was rocking food, but I don't care what city you from. You solid, I salute. I salute. With it till my wrist bone hurting. Newspapers on the windows, no curtains. Fiends knocking, soul searching. Water turned off in that trap. Uh, I listened to Eminem, uh, the album, Drew, that I told you. Well, I didn't listen to the full album. I did listen to Corday's full album, finally. There we go. Very, very impressive. Let's, uh, uh, let's talk about it. I haven't talked about that one in a minute. Yeah, no, it's just it's a continuation of, you know, how he's just kind of a young artist that has set himself apart to, like, I don't know. I'm, I was really impressed by it. I'm trying to see which yeah, song we'll get into Conway in a minute, Gerard, because I'd blown away. 
Uh, Sinister Drew, the one with Wayne, was really, really good. On that pod, that the episode we recorded for just saying about Wayne's run, and I don't know if you've heard Conway, his new album yet, but Wayne's on that again and just demolishes it. Like I haven't, but his feature, yeah, his feature on Tyler, the creator, was really good, so no, I'm not he surprised. He's having a nice little he's run. On, he's still on that role. Yeah, he having a nice little run. But, yeah, what, what were your uh, overall rating and thoughts, though, about uh, Corday? So I think we covered it two episodes ago. Gerard and I did, but you didn't listen to it then. Yeah, I think I'd probably give it an eight, only because I've only listened to it once. But mm-hmm. I think I added more songs from his the first album I listened to than I did off my initial listen for okay. this. But I really just need to go back and get that second listen because I don't think one is enough. But eight on initial listen, I, I don't. I think that's pretty solid. Yeah, that is that's that's super solid. What about you, Drew? What you been listening to? Uh, I listened to Conway's new album, um, God Don't Make Mistakes, and I was chatting Gerard a little bit about it the other day, and I loved his first, um, uh, From a King to a God, but then you, you informed me that wasn't his debut. I was, I thought that was his debut album. Nope. No? This is first, uh, it was a, you know how Griselda do, you know, they have projects, so this is his debut major label release. So I thought like that, then Burn Them to Proof by Benny. I thought that were all their like debuts, but it's kind of like a Section 80 thing. Right. So Benny, that's not Benny's uh debut either. Benny, that's crazy. Benny, whenever, whatever he drops on um Def Jam will be his debut. That's insane. But Conway, dude, this new album, phenomenal. Uh, Picked up right where his last, last yeah. one left off, even though it's not his solo. But like uh, Corday was my album of the year until this album now. And right now, I think Conway's got the torch this year. He's just, it, to me, it's just hip-hop heroin yeah. when I hear it. Like, everything I loved from the 90s growing up and everything now about current rap, like, all thrown into one. Got that raw, rugged sound. His flow is on point. His, like, you can his enunciation is perfect on, on tracks. It's phenomenal. He can write a beat, pick a great beat. Yeah, it's it's super solid. Like, lyrically... It's always top notch with Conway, so I'm never worried about that. The beats are great. Like, and then mm-hmm. I think with this one, what I like the most is that he was vulnerable. Like, you heard a lot about like he, you know, he lost a son, so he was talking about that. Um, like he talked about different things that he talked about him getting shot and how he's dealing with Bell's palsy, yep. you know, and how like he sees the comments about people talking about his facial features, you know what I'm saying? But he like, you know, I'll take that because I could have died. So like. Like, yeah. I'll take y'all talking about my face when I, I couldn't have woke up from that. So, like, all of that stuff is, like, super, like, stuff that you would like to hear from a person from their debut album you hear from this album. So, and the features he got on there, like, we talked about Wayne. Um, he got a T.I. verse on there. Uh, who mm-hmm. else is on there? The, uh, the boys, the Griselda boys, boys of course. Yeah. John Woo flick may be one of my favorite tracks of the year, even though I didn't know it was a single. Yeah, so like when you, you said me, that, that fire. When you said that, I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, I've been out for a while. <laughs> like, I'm, That's why I don't <laughs> listen to singles, man. That shit caught me off guard. I'm like, this is amazing. This is one of the best tracks I heard this yeah. year. And Gerard's like, yeah, it's been out a while. I'm like, wait, it's still my thunder. So, I got a Billy Siegel first, but I'm kind of conflicted about that you because, know. so Billy Siegel, he, um, got shot and he had part of his lung taken out. So his voice is Which like... I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. So his voice is kind of like super raspy and it's hard to hear him sometimes. So like 
when he mm-hmm. was rapping on Conway verse, like you, the bars is if you can hear him, the bars is good, but it's hard to hear him. So like, and there's nothing you can do like when yeah. you mix it to bring his levels up because then it'll throw the whole track off. So. That black and gray check to hold the heckler. Your vest's obsolete when you squeeze from the neck up. M16, equipped with the hemp. Feel like Tony, squint, read the black. Yeah, that's like, but the track we talking about with Wayne is called Tear Gas and they got Rick Ross on it. That's a tough track. You'll like it being mm-hmm. like, it's fire. Um, it's a real hip hop yeah. album. Oh, but my favorite song outside of the, I'd say we talked about the T.I. one. Wild Chapters with T.I. is the one where you talk about losing the sun and stuff like that. But he also got mm-hmm. a song with um, Jill Scott. That shit fire. Yep. And she was rapping. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> it sounded great. Gosh. How does it compare, not to make comparisons as we always do, but how does it compare to um, Lauren Hill rapping? Lauren's the yeah, Nobody out raps Lauren. But. <laughs> did it, did it Lauren terrible at, no, at it's, no, it's good. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> like, it's good. It took me a minute to realize it was her. I'm like, holy shit, this yeah. is the track Gerard was yeah. talking about. Yeah, it's it's fire. fire. I have to check that out. But um, you listen to anything else, Drew? Wait, before we move on, I wanted to ask, how was T.I.'s feature? Yeah. Nice. Was, I'm trying to think of last time I, I really... Locked into T.I. T.I. had a solid. He's on Snoop's album. Yeah, he's on. Yeah, he's on who? Snoop's last album. Okay, still gotta check that out. You'll love it, man. He had a nice verse on Snoop album, and this verse was a nice T.I. verse. Okay, I wanted to ask: Is um, debut albums like can? Is it on the same boat now? Is like trying to determine whether a, a album is a mixtape or an actual album now? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's the same thing <laughs> as like so. I don't know if y'all saw an interview with Nipsey Hussle had before where he said Fifty Cent told him don't drop um, the Marathon as his debut album. Just say it's the project. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. So like, the la- wasn't it for money reasons? Yeah. So the labels can't use whatever that album sells like independently. The labels can't use those numbers to give you whatever your deal is worth. So, like, they can just use, like, how fans, like, react to it and stuff like that and say, well, if we were to um, estimate what it would do on this label, then I would be worth this much. So, it's essentially the same thing for marketing purposes only. So, technically, it's like a mixtape. They just still making money off of it. But so when they sign to, like, Shady and um, Griselda is on Interscope. So, now it's a major label. So, whatever it sells this time is what their budget is worth. Outside of like mm-hmm. just Griselda and releasing it as a project, um, yeah, I was just gonna add to that. Like, I was just talking to Gerard about uh Benny's last album and then uh Conway's last album, they were promoted and they had artwork as if they were their debuts, right. and I had no idea till right now. Yep. So, hmm. I have dude, it's so crazy these days. Like, I mean, uh, what's it? The weekend's album came out early this year and it's still not coming out on vinyl to like April, like. Wow. What are we doing? Oh, <laughs> like, it's, it's insane. You know, but I, I think those vinyl factories take a long time because they be putting in orders for them and they be telling them like some it's going to be six months later. Right away. Like, <laughs> like, like some, like Billie Eilish, her CD and vinyl came out the same day, but like she also is a mega That means the you label know? prepared for that to sell physical. That, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh, I was just going to ask you, what's your final rating for Conway? Eight. Yeah. Right now, if you had to give it yeah. one, yeah, I gave it an eight and a yeah. half. That's perfect. Um, just to add to it too, B, I think you'd love it just because it kind of takes you back to like mid 
early 90s hip-hop it's got such a rough new york they're from buffalo so it's got like a rough new york sound but like it's flawless yeah yeah flawless flawless with i gave it an eight and a half but it can grow to like a nine and a half over time i just gotta give it more yeah i gotta listen to it more but for right now it's yeah definitely an eight how many times have y'all listened to it in general twice Twice. yeah and then shit snoops when we did snoops last time i listened to that seven times i was so into it going we talked about snoop we both had listened to snoop a lot (laughs) it was it was a vibe for that whole fucking weekend too you guys have had high praise for snoop i'm just curious what stops that from being your album of the year I uh, Conway's voice and flow and bringing me back to a certain time in my life, that kind of feel, you know. Just was curious because great you, storytelling too. You both have said y'all listen to Snoop hella, so and I remember Drew, you said it. You think at one point you listened to that album more than any other album that in one day. So in a while, Snoop yeah. His Snoop album is tough. Like it's still it like can, can get consideration for album of the year, like. And me and me and Drew both said that Snoop's album, it's up there well all time for his album. All time, it, it's sure. really good. Yeah. Wow. Um, I just wanted to add like a serious note real quick. It's nice hearing Conway rap about Bell's yeah. palsy because the only other person I've ever heard talk about it was Jr. from WWE, yep. and he used to go like I read his autobiography, and he used to have a hard time like just walking around knowing his face was drooping yeah. and stuff. And, like, be afraid to just talk to people or, like, afraid that when he talked back on the mic, he'd, like, start drooling and stuff. Yeah. But, like, it's nice to hear Conway finally put a perspective on, like, how rough that shit right. really is. Yeah, for sure. So, I'm a great just a little tidbit. A great choice. What else, have, what else have y'all guys listened to? Your boys album. Oh, yeah, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, yeah. I was like, wait. <laughs> we, yeah, I'm going to uh, wait My to bad. talk about that, but... um. I listened to Ace Hood, so <clears throat> I used to like Ace Hood back in the days, and I I hadn't heard from him in a while. So he had dropped the album the same day as Con- uh, Conway, and I was like, let me listen to it. So it's like he still raps really well, but his uh, content and subject matter is different. You know, he on the energy and crystals and all that stuff like that. So if you mm. into that, you know what I'm saying, it's for you. But it was cool. Like I, it wasn't something that I would listen to again but outside of ace hood i listened to earth game that shit fire and i I understand how people because they're from atlanta and because they're a duo i can see the outcast comparisons you know what i'm saying Hmm. so and the way that their album is um structured and how they both flow i can see how they like kind of followed the outcast pathway and they got CeeLo Green on their album too. So like it felt like a dungeon family type of atmosphere. But yeah, that like but there's their subject matter was a lot uh, you know, black empowerment, Black Lives Matter, stuff like that. So like, but it's super dope. Like production great, their flows is great. Like, um, they got a track with J. Cole and Jid, which is fire. Um like, yeah, this a y'all should listen to Earth Gang album. It's called Ghetto Gods. Oh, and they got a they got a fire track with uh, it's a song about your girl. Like, like if you listen to the uh the hook, it just say uh, get on your knees for me. So it's something make it yeah. So it make it seem like it's about your girl like giving you fellatio, but it's about your girl praying for you. And, like, right, 
Right. And, and it okay. features music. <laughs> Soul Child. We started, we, I didn't know where yes. we were going with that. But okay. It, okay. it features music Soul Child. And that shit fire. Huh. Like, they also got a uh, track with, like I said, CeeLo Green. And then Nick Cannon is like, um, like talking like Puffy on the track. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. So, but. I just want to add two things real quick. First one is uh, I saw a note about how Jid averages more listeners per month than I think J. Cole. Jeez. And the fact that he hasn't released anything in at least, I think, five years like yeah. that. To me, yeah, that's really too, too, I think, wow. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, but his fan base is just, I guess, rocks with him really heavy. And the second one was you mentioned having your girl pray for you. Having... Uh, a significant other or like someone you're dating pray for you that just yeah, like I don't know man that just it's like that's just yeah, yeah that's just another yeah. level man that's, that's, that's just like a love that you just I don't know because you could pray about a lot of stuff right and if you're not religious obviously that's one thing but if you are and you know you don't pray about everything in life so for somebody to take time to pray for you family or not that just always means yeah. a lot so what, if, say, what if she's praying that you need help though hey, hey you know? that's <laughs> In in a, in a very toxic way. What if she's praying for you in the wrong way? I'm not. I'm not stingy with what people decide to pray for. It's the time that you're praying for me. Good or bad, just I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I definitely will check that one out. I'm trying to think. You said you said the last the person that was on the track. Uh, who was that person on? Oh, they got a track with uh, CeeLo Green and Nick Cannon. Okay. Uh, and then the last thing I was going to listen to, so it's a rapper, a drill rapper out of Chicago. His name is Cowboy. I ain't get to finish it, but you know, I fuck with drill, so I'm going to give it a give it a listen. Let me know if it's good. Rod, did you see did you see they trying to they trying to uh eliminate the drill rap from yeah. New York? Hey, you should have saw that wow. man in that picture. Bro, he looked petrified. Like <laughs> as he should. He he, he He's been coming in. He's a bold guy. He's been coming in since, since getting that position. One telling New Yorkers they should strongly consider going vegan, which I'm in a transition now with the way I eat and really, you know, improving. But when you think of New York, you don't think of bro, vegan. He I'm in sorry. there with Mano. He in there with Fabio. He's like, bro, like, say, go ahead, say, say, uh, bad. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just like, is it his mission to just like get this position? And be like, you know what? I'm gonna try to piss off as many people as I can. Like, you guys should really start going vegan. We need to eliminate drill rap because it, it it encourages violence. I'm like, why is that? It, it's 2022. Like, why is that still like? You could watch an action movie and don't nobody right. say, you know what? We should eliminate action movies. Like, you should plays. cut down. Yeah, like nobody it, TV shows extremely violent, but it's always rap. Uh, I knew he was on some fuck shit when he said he's the black Joe Biden. I was like, all right, man, yeah. Come on, man. What are we talking about? <laughs> we won't even talk about Joe Biden right now. Just you know, like, <sighs> Uncle Joe, man. <laughs> what have you guys been watching? But yeah. Um. Watching, well, we're both y'all done with uh, oh, no, the drop. You knocked out a lot, I'm bro. Tapped. Now, now we can talk about Kyle. Um, shout out to my boy Kyle, my brother Kyle. Uh, K Smooth is his uh, artist name. His um, he dropped his um, his album called uh, Feels, and you know, it was a good listen. You know, it's about it's about his path between him and um, a woman he considers his soulmate. Is what is it? 10 tracks, 28 minutes, 
Like, and it mm-hmm. takes you on a, like a journey through like um, inception of when he first met this woman until the end. And, you know, the end is called whatever you need. So like, you know, them and encapsulating their relationship. And I thought it was a good listen. Um, I'm, I'm proud of him because he took that time out to, he took a while to release this. And this is a super vulnerable uh, EP to where like he talks about everything that he felt about this woman um, and even had like voice messages from her and different messages and stuff on the album and stuff like it's super, it's super in depth. And I'm so happy for him and proud of him that he was able to put this um, project together and release it so everyone else can hear it. You know what? I'm going to definitely check it out. I haven't yet. I'm not going to lie. But I definitely will have that on my list. Um, 10 tracks, 28 minutes. That's, that's literally the formula almost of, uh, Vince Staples. So we talked about how easy a listen that was. Definitely check it out because Kyle has showed us a lot of love on the podcast. Yeah. Um, he's a great guy whenever I interact with him. So I'll definitely check that out. And I'm proud of him to accomplish that, man. You got to say, B, it's a great Sunday morning album. So whatever you're doing after this, just play it. Let it play through and you'll be you'll be smiling from ear yeah. to ear. Drew, today seemed like a 2K day, my brother. So <laughs> I definitely 2K and listen to good music, man. It's almost a, a You don't have any cleaning around the house to do today? Anything? Do I, Drew? Absolutely. <laughs> Are you always? Right. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not, Drew. Probably I, don't, I can only want to lie to you, man. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle, bro. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, Gerard was telling me about it, too. He was just like, Drew, I don't know if you're going to like it. It's a lot of R&B. It's slow. I was like, I'll give it a listen. I was like, you know, he showed us a lot of love. But, like, really, really, really good project. Uh, Honeymoon Stallion, Garnet, Fly You yeah. Out. My top three. So mine was uh, Garnett, Fly You Out, and For You. But yeah. Fly You Out. Fly You Out. out Fire. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When he listens to the pod, I I want him to make more Fly You Out. That's a great. Great vibes. Yeah. Uh, Garnet was Garnett. Yeah, too. Garnett is one yeah. of my favorites too. So, hey man, I always yeah. like Kevin Garnett growing up. <laughs> but no, man, I can't wait to listen. Honestly, um, I definitely listen for the next pod for sure. Um, we talked about having yeah, a line here too. Make a way so to have them on here. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, we definitely. I don't think we've done an interview in a while. It's mainly on me, um, in and out. But no, we definitely got some interviews to knock out with some people that you guys are, you know. For sure. I've enjoyed listening to you, so we'll make that happen for sure. Yeah. All right. Back to yeah, the pod. Back been to the pod. <laughs> uh, I'm up to date on Abbott, yes. if you That's guys are shit. on that. I am too. Uh, watch the latest episode. How dare them, and who told them that they could take a three-week break <laughs> after getting America so in love, now they're just going to disappear and think yeah. they'll come back in three weeks and everything will be okay. <laughs> they're on a roll, too. That could. I don't want it to bring it down or anything, or unless they're making new episodes right now, but... Yeah, that's no, they're definitely on a roll. I just, bro, the show is so good, man. I feel like each episode tops itself. I was, I was, I was watching it uh, yesterday and I just uh, said, uh, I was watching it. And I'm like, man, like, it feels so good to have like a show that's relatable, not like there aren't a lot of relatable black shows, but like a lot of time when they create black comedy, a lot of it'll feel like forced or like, stereotypical but like Abbott elementary the thing i love about it it's like it just feels so genuine like you really feel like you a part of like the jokes or it's a joke you would literally hear at your workplace or like how uh everybody hates chris like 
sometimes when you're the new black guy at a job, you always have like there'll be a, a, a over the top white guy just trying to be like your best friend. And it's like, bro, like, <laughs> bro, we, you don't have to do all this extra stuff. Like, just be yourself. Like, we we cool. Um, and when they all acknowledge the camera, like that fourth wall, I don't know why I appreciate that so much. Like when that one teacher, uh, the mom from Oisha, where it's like everybody has something weird about them, and she's like, except for me, there is nothing weird about me. And looked at the camera with like this, like, <laughs> this like first lady smile. I was like, man, that's gold right there. But no, man, that show is like it teaches you really nice lessons. It teaches you the importance of like how big of an impact a teacher that goes above and beyond can have on their 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 children uh, that mm-hmm. they teach. Um, comedy, you see, uh, everybody hates Chris' character, like stuff from his childhood, like having an impact on like him having weird things that, that he enjoys as an adult or like how he hated uh what was it planting for like but helping the whole garden by itself though. <laughs> <laughs> garden and was like making sure nobody knew like it's just you know what killed me is when the, uh, they they did the little interview with him and he just started shaking the bag and he was just getting really pissed. <laughs> Dude, the way he looks at the camera is funnier than when anybody else does it. He just does like this deadpan, like it's yeah. like Jim Halpert, but even funnier to me. <laughs> no, I, if did you have the last episode where they asked him about his favorite pizza, yeah, <laughs> and he, he got it. He said, "You know, it's a." Uh, Wet, (laughs) extra wet. So of course the white dude trying to be his best friend went to go get it, dude. He's like, after he found out that he was lying, he's like, I I would like to be reimbursed. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob's one of my favorite characters. He's He's really funny when he uh that the episode where he was imitating uh (laughs) what was it uh Captain my Captain. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! She was sta- standing on the yeah. desk. You just they had the step show, and the janitor had to step in. He oh. was like, "Y'all want to see me make something disappear?" Boom! <laughs> Look, this you know what? Trash. Everybody clapped. Well, he made that broom stand up though. That was that, oh, was, yeah, impressive. that, was, that was, was impressive. Well, Jake, yeah, Jake was like, "How is he doing?" That? <laughs> Oh, that's a great yeah. show. Um, again, if you have not checked out Abbott Elementary School, please do. Man, I'm almost jealous if you haven't because now you got like what eight episodes you could binge yeah. watch and just yeah appreciate. So no, that was that's good. Watch. I've been uh the only thing I watch is uh season two of the Righteous Gemstones. We're almost done with that. Uh, the last episode, that, dude. It, if you guys haven't watched it, I don't know. Start it. It is hilarious. Quick, quick synopsis: Adam Devine from Workaholics, Danny McBride, uh, John Goodman. I can't think of their sister's name, but they're pretty much mega church owners and basically a big Ponzi scheme. They're all loaded and they know they're loaded. They know they're doing the Lord's work just to get money. Um, But then they just find themselves in a bunch of situations where people want to come back from their past to take money or pretty much just try and screw them over and try and rob them. But it's hilarious, man. Their chemistry is great. No, you got me. When you said Adam and and Danny McBride, I was sold. I was drinking water. But (laughs) if you got those two in any show, dude, he's mounting down. Yep. Oh, my God. And then the newest season, too, my boy Eric Andre's on it. So, and no, I like it even more. You just lost me that close. <laughs> oh, he, he he's not, he's not the Eric Andre show, Eric Andre. Dude, he's just a normal character. That show was so bad. We won't even get into it. Yeah, we will not get into that because it's a comedy oh gem. So, 
We'll get right past it. That was so bad. <laughs> but um, I watched uh, Snowfall Season 5, started off with two episodes. You guys know, any show that talks about drugs, yeah. man, it, it's so good. If you have not watched Snowfall, please watch it. I, I promise you, it's you up there with Breaking... What'd you say, Drew? You've told me I haven't done it yet. It's yeah. up there with Breaking Bad, um, Power, like... It, <laughs> The only difference between the shows is that Snowfall is based in the 80s. So I was just going to say, that's the only difference because you kind of know how the story is going to go. But then again, they add twists and stuff like that to it. Um, And the episodes that they just had, they show the story of uh, Lynn uh, Lynn Bias. For for anybody that doesn't know, a super uh, amazing athlete, basketball player, uh, got drafted by the Boston Celtics. And on the night he was drafted, um, ended up overdosing his first time trying uh, cocaine. So cocaine is a hell of a drug. Crazy. They showed that. Um, very unfortunate, but yeah, man. Uh, overall, that that show is just is it's really yeah. good. Really good. Um, trying to think of what else I've watched. I've been out for a while, so I mean, can we talk about the All Star Weekend? Let's do it for the NBA. Are you guys okay with that? Little I, I'm. <laughs> Gerard, are you okay with it? Go ahead. So <laughs> that was one thing that did I watch that in the did I watch it in the hospital? I think I watched it in the you hospital. Did, yep, did. I was in the hospital. I'm so sorry, B. <laughs> and that was the thing, Drew. Like you just you just gotta find things to get excited for when you just bored mm-hmm. the shit in, in the hospital, right? So I'm like, all right, we'll dunk contest, you know. Uh the three-point contest was lit. The I like the way that they structured the uh rookie sophomore game. Yeah, I thought that was really good the night before. The celebrity game was actually really good because they had athletes that was able to dunk. Like uh, Miles Garrett is just mm. looking out there, looking like Prime Shaq. Um, <laughs> so I didn't see that. So why didn't he win MVP? Miles yeah. Garrett did his team lose? I can't remember if he was on the winning or losing team, but there was a, there was a few people that did pretty well. There's an Olympic, uh, I think either long jumper or high long jumper. jumper that yeah, was, I heard he was getting busy. He was he had a putback that was really nice, putback dunk. Damn. Um the guy that won MVP, he was he didn't like really stand out to me, but he was just I think his stats just end up being really solid. Um but he hit a couple threes. But overall it was it was it was hilarious to watch that. But so the, I like the rookie sophomore game. I thought that was a nice twist. Um I'm trying to think the skills challenge. Yeah, I was gonna say, was there one this year? There's a skill challenge, but it was like three teams competing. So it was the the Ante the Kumbo brothers. Uh, it was Cade Cunningham, uh, Scotty Barnes, and Josh uh, Giddy. Is it Giddy or Giddy? Giddy, Giddy, Giddy I'm pretty Giddy, sure. Yeah, yeah. They were on one team, and then the last team was uh, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, and. He's the one who hit Here's the half court shot. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, I did yeah. see that. Okay. Yeah, he had a great weekend. Um, amazing talent. But so that was that was that was uh, entertaining in itself. Then you had the three point contest. Shout out to Cat. Cat mm-hmm. was man. He should have had thirty easily. He like <laughs> missed his last like five Dude, shots. His at least. form is so nasty to me. Like for a Dude. for a big man, it's nice. Don't get me wrong, but just for like watching it, it looks so. No, gross. Anybody with a set shot, you're you always going to slam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but that's the perfect form to have. Right. You don't get tired legs. Yep. Like that's the thing. People don't ever consider. Like you have to really think about a person's shooting form because Steph. 
he gets the shot off quick. Like that's why he like he doesn't do a whole lot of jumping. Yeah. Like it's, it's two ways uh, to be a great shooter. You either have muscle memory, like Steph, like Ray Allen, to where their shot is always the same because they do it so much, like repetition, or a super set shot like Cat. Like you know exactly he got yeah. it right in the <laughs> right place. Like where I get right here, it's going in. It's like, <laughs> and I was I was upset with myself because. I did a little, I'm not ashamed, I you know, put a couple dollars on some of the events. Cat was plus 1,100, I think, to win. I believe it. No. No. Steph was plus 1,100 to win MVP of the All-Star yeah. Game. And I saw a tweet that said they, somebody was taking that, and I, I, didn't, I didn't do that. So that was one thing I was mad about. Cat was plus 800, I think, or plus 1,000. Basically had the best odds in the competition. I didn't put anything on it. had the best it. odds, damn, I, over Seth? No, I mean the best eyes as in oh, like right. the they think he's gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. Like expect I yeah. yeah. Um I think I put money on Zach Levine and I didn't go with Trey Young. Who was it? Was it Fred? No, CJ McCollum. Because CJ McCollum I think had great odds too. Yeah. But CJ McCollum didn't make it out of the first round. Uh I knew guys like Trey Young were gonna be bad because Again, like form is very important, and Trey Young is more so like he's a, off the dribble. Yeah, off the dribble. Yeah. So like, I was like, no, nah, I don't think he's gonna win, but he has some of the best odds. I thought Luke Kennard would do pretty solid because he doesn't jump super high. He's a catch and shoot type of guy. It's kind of an event for him, but yeah, no, was not expecting Cat to win. It was mad I didn't oh, put anything man. on that. Um, but yeah, then we get to the dunk contest, and that was the worst dunk contest I've ever seen. <laughs> and I get it. Um, at this point, it's kind of hard to, like, create anything new. But, like, the, what makes this so bad is they, they really got to, like, tweak some rules. Every dude took, like, six to eight tries to, like, finally complete a dunk. And then after you wait all that time, it was multiple times where none of them completed a dunk. Like, they, they got the minimum score because they didn't complete anything. Cole Anthony took, like, ten minutes to put on his Timberland boots <laughs> Like and it wasn't do, even good to do the windmill, which again I've never done. I never will do a, a windmill, but like you do all that, you hype up the crowd, you throw on Tim's, you do a windmill, and it took all together over fifteen minutes. Like, bro, nah. If you got props, time I mean, limit. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say the time is what messed that dunk up, but it got to be difficult to jump in some Tim's, bro. It definitely <laughs> is. Like, <I'm>, <laughs> I never, but I will say when you see people in high school like dunking in boots, mess around in the gym, it kind of yeah. takes them to, you know, being impressed. Again, I know a windmill is very challenging, yeah. but he built up the hype. He brought out his dad. He switched the jersey, then did a windmill. It's like, what's more impressive, dunking in Tim's or uh, no shoes like Gerald Green? No shoes. I almost got to go with no shoes. Right? That just seems like a kill when you come down. Right, right. (laughs) It's not the going up part. It's the coming down. Yeah. Yeah. The no shoes also, he's got one of the most underrated dunks, I think, in my opinion. The blowing out the cupcake. He got up. Yeah. People don't understand how hard that is. Like, to, that just wasn't appreciated the way that it should (laughs) have been. But I'm trying to think of anything good from the dunk contest. When I did see the highlights of, um, Buddy's dunks. I mean, they was good dunks. I wasn't mad at them, but I also didn't watch. Well, I didn't see them take 25 times to do it. So. I was going to say, <laughs> watching on replay is insane as when you, like, sitting there watching it live and every dude is taking oh. six attempts. Um, end up having to switch their dunks because the one that they came out to do just wasn't really they, – they weren't able to complete it. Uh, Juan uh, from, the, from the Golden State Warriors – 
I think he tried to do some dumb. It, oh, it was it was bad. Like if you watch on replay, you like, oh, it was it was okay. If you watch live, you're like, all of this took too long. The dunks that they ended up doing weren't that impressive. Uh, Obi ended up winning because he literally completed a dunk <laughs> when the person he was going against literally like timed out wow. and then and didn't get a, a good attempt. So, no, it was bad, man. It was bad to the point where the lady that was interviewing Obi Toppin like straight up said that D Wade and Reggie Miller said that the dunk contest was not that good, and they panned the camera over to them, and both of them was looking down, and then Reggie Miller was like, yeah, we, we did say that. <laughs> you got Obi Toppin up there like, you know, we, we try our best, you know. We did. <laughs> so, no, man. It's... Did you see the – there's a video, too, of Kareem Abdul walking away during the – Yeah. Run. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. not having it. Granddad oh. was sleepy. Like <laughs> <laughs> And the meme of Shaq, dog, like – Yeah, the the – 10 years ago to now. Bro, that shit was hilarious. But you know, overall, I don't know. Like, the dunk contest is supposed to be, like, the best of the events. Right. And it just – it was not. So They should make three-point last now. I feel like that's the best one still. Damn near. Or I was saying, like, don't even grab NBA guys. Like, get professional dunkers and just make it, like, an actual event. Because, yeah. like, Jordan Kilgon, some of the dunks he's able to do, like – or it's the just, NBA players should hire the professional dunkers to get creative ideas. Y'all hire shooters, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like y'all hire people, y'all hire shooters to help teach y'all how to shoot during the off season. If you feel like, oh yeah, I want to join the dunk contest, I like I'm aiming to do that for All Star Weekend. Hire these dudes because mm-hmm. I'll be watching they dunks. I'm like, I'm sure that um, these people in the NBA can do these dunks. I'm sure, like. Well, you know what the problem is? I feel like after every one of these weekends, you always see the meme. It should have been Zion, Miles Bridges. Like, okay, but then have them do it. Pay them to do it more or something, you know? Yeah, they got to find That's a great Bridges point. Was gonna do it. I don't know why he didn't. That would have been. And then Josh said he's yeah. an in-game dunker. He's not really creative. Yeah, like Josh was the yeah. other. Yeah, That's bullshit. He's not an in-game dunker. But I know what turned him off is the fact that uh, sometimes the best dunker doesn't end up winning, or the person that did the I mean, best job. Like, dude, you see what happened with Zach Levine and uh, what's his name? That's what I was about to say. In my opinion, Aaron Gordon won that dunk well, contest. No, I think Zach yeah. Levine won. So, I thought I thought it was Aaron Gordon that won because Zach Levine, most of his dunks wasn't again. They were amazing dunks, but most of them were centered around dunking from the free throw line, which again is crazy. Be able to windmill from the free throw line, go between the legs, but like. I feel like every every dunk that Aaron Gordon had was like completely different from the other one, where I felt like a lot of Zach's were kind of repetitive. So that's fair. I, I, that, that was my opinion. Then I don't know. He, he had some dunks where he didn't get the score that he should have, uh, Aaron Gordon. So well, yeah, and he I played on one dunk time. from D Wade that eight. Yeah, that's what ended up costing yeah. him. So after that, I think that's when a lot of guys were like, you know what, yeah. we're not going to do it, but. No, I think Ja would be nice. I don't know about Zion. I don't think creative wise. I think Zion's more is he's his too power. cool for school now. It's kind of like LeBron. How people want a LeBron in a dunk contest, but LeBron is like a right. really good in game dunker. You put him in a dunk contest, like I don't think yeah, he's I don't like think he's creative. Like yeah, yeah you never like, know, bro. Yeah. He might put on a show. I mean, I, I think people will tune in because of the name. But as far as like actual product, I just don't think of him as a, a slam dunk contest type of dunk. I think dude from Houston. I think next year he's going to be more prepared for it because I think he's he could be a great um, dunk contest dunker. You're talking about Jalen yeah. Green? Mm-hmm. I think what the thing is, Gerard, was you mentioned hired, hiring a dunker. I think a lot of guys underestimate when they get out there the, their abilities or, like, 
you know, maybe practice a dunk twice and got in like, all right, I got that. And then get out and you got a crowd there or a guy comes out, maybe doing a similar dunk to you. Now it's like, oh, shit. Where they, I don't know. I don't think guys fully prepare for the dunk contest the way that they should. Exactly. And you kind of can mm-hmm. tell because when you get out there and you get six to eight tries and you can't complete that dunk that you've been trying. Yeah, that's what I think I it is. That. A lot of it is preparation. I think people just walk into it like, oh, yeah, let me let me just do this. Now, I feel like if you're a rookie like Jalen Green, I think he – did he play in Rising Stars? Yeah, he played in Rising Stars. But you, if you ain't doing shit else on – if you ain't playing an All-Star Sunday – you better give Saturday everything you got. Like, 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 like I see the people that's that's talking about Sunday. Like, yeah, I get it. You don't want to uh, drain your legs out for Sunday. But if you're not doing that, I don't see a reason why you're right. not prepared. Like, did you watch the All Star game? Like on Sunday? I watched Sunday. Yeah, I didn't watch nothing yeah. else. Like, no, dude. Just the fact that like it just looks so shitty out there when they're just like barely putting a hand out for defense and. Letting guys run. I, I get it. I get they don't want to get hurt or anything. And you got to power. You got to power through to the fourth quarter, Drew. That, oh my but god! You know, this, I watched the whole thing. You know this, like the the uh, setup now is where, like, if you win a quarter, you get money for a charity. So right. the beginning right. of the the quarters be trash, and then right. like the right. last minute when they trying to figure out trying to win that money, they be playing hard. And then the fourth quarter, that, I mean, fourth Steph, quarter, that was the show of the weekend. Yeah. That fourth quarter, though, I love. Like you said, like. Scoring it, whoever scores the total that they have, the first three quarters plus twenty four, yeah, I think for Kobe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like that, the end, the end of the game where Brian like was like, "Give me the ball," because Steph choked in the fourth quarter. You know, I love slander mm-hmm. Steph. Um, <laughs> Brian was like, "Give me the ball to hit that fadeaway." But that before nice. that, I thought they was gonna lose the lead because they kept trying to get Steph the record, yeah. and while he was doing that, he was missing. Like Zach Levine came down and hit that three. I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna lose," <laughs> and it's gonna be hilarious. But no, man, it's it's just I don't know. I like you said, Drew. I would love to see a competitive for the entire game, but I understand they trying to avoid being hurt. But yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it is it is rough sometimes. The worst one was when it was in New Orleans and they got Anthony Davis MVP. Mm-hmm. I think after that, when people criticized because like the entire there was no competitive fourth quarter. Like no. it was nothing but open alley oop, like open dunks. So after that, people was like, you know what? I think we really need to like find a way to make this competitive. So. It's better than that. It's not quite what I want to see, but that fourth quarter, I better just Better than the NFL Pro Yeah, Bowl. it's better than the NFL Pro Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> they just need to scrap the Pro Bowl and just oh. end up doing those, like, the dodgeball and those skill competitions they do. Like, just leave it at that, bro, because mm-hmm. the, game, the game is just embarrassing now. And even I got, that, I still want Or make it, make it after the season. So, like, instead of, like, oh, before Super Bowl, like they used to do before, make it after the season. Because I remember when Sean Taylor hit that punter. That was everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, like, he was like, no, nah, I don't care what type of game this is. If you're on the field, you're getting all of this. Like, no, that's, yeah, no, that, that was it. I always love when they show that highlight. <laughs> like, man, poor, poor punters just thought he was going to coast his way to that first down and just got blasted. Yeah, but yeah man. Um, anything else we want to mention when it comes to what do we watch? Have y'all watched uh, Bel Air? No, not yet. I have not, but I've heard great things about oh, it. It's so fire. And Fresh Prince is my all-time favorite sitcom. I think it's better than Martin. I'll fight anybody who want to uh, get down with that. That's that's fine with me. These hands work. But listen, like, Bel Air <laughs> is, so is incredible. It's, it's incredible. Like, everything about the Fresh Prince, like, all the storylines that you remember from the Fresh Prince, this uh, these first couple of episodes have in Bel Air is just 
drama. You know what I'm saying? It's dramatized. Yeah. So instead of like them trying to end you off with a joke, you know what I'm saying, to make the crowd laugh and stuff like that, there's no joke. Like when Carlton was jealous of real, I mean, Will is real smoke. Like if you jealous <laughs> of your cousin, like <laughs> you're going to make it be known. Like, nah, I don't want this. I don't want him around me. Like, nah, like they got into a fist fight and everything. Like it's yeah, dope. Damn. Like it's super dope. Great uh, writing, great cinematography, like, and the nostalgia. Is there comedy draw? Huh? No. It's, is there any comedy involved? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's comedy like in, in any drama, like, you know, a little punchline here and there, but it's not centered on comedy. Like, it's not a sitcom. It's a drama. Okay. Somebody told me that they felt like the actor for Carlton would have made a better Will than the person playing Will. No. Is there any, do you have any, do you have any I disagree. thoughts on that? I disagree 100%. I think the person playing Will <laughs> is the perfect person playing Will. Like it's hmm. it's some of his mannerisms that he has that reminds me of Will back then. Like even like it was this part um where he first met Lisa and uh they was going to school because now uh instead of Lisa being his college sweetheart, like he's trying to talk to her in high school. So that's the that's the difference. So like when he met Lisa, and you know how Will used to call Lisa when he walked in the house on a sitcom, like Lisa. Like he did the same mm-hmm. thing, and it was like, oh shit! Like, all right, like, like, <laughs> like, or like, uh, like when he talking to girls, and you know how he would flirt with the girls, but it'd be like silly, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I just be trying to be funny just to make you laugh, like that type of stuff. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and he, uh, the dude who play um Will is from Philly too, so nice, nice, yeah. So, but yeah, check out uh Bel Air if you got Peacock, it's on there. I plan to. B, you want my login? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you over the pod. Now, um, I said, Gerard, let's talk about, to B about that Slaughterhouse situation. Oh, man. So, <laughs> it breaks my heart because Slaughterhouse is probably would have been because I don't, they dwindled so fast. It would have been my favorite group ever. Mm-hmm. Like, but they, they, they weren't on top long enough. So, Slaughterhouse broke up allegedly. And so, um, because uh, different business things that was going on with Shady, so they broke up, and all four members had different ideas on what the group should do moving forward. So Joe and Royce, I guess, planned on like if they can't do it all together as a foursome, then you do don't do Slaughterhouse at all. Well, Joel and right. Crooked thought otherwise, and decided to make a joint album, which is fine. If you're going to make a joint album just to say you're going to make a joint album, cool. But they made a joint album, the first single. Bro, they made an EP last year. Yeah, like which is fine. But then now they're making a joint album and it's criticizing why the group broke up. So the uh, they have a um, single out. Do you remember the name of it, Drew? Uh, Vacancy. Vacancy, yes. They have a single out called Vacancy and it's talking about the group breaking up. And um, Royce was disappointed in that because it's like if y'all gonna make music together fine you know do it within your own confines of you two y'all duo like make your own state but don't do it i guess in the sense of shitting on slaughterhouse you know what i'm saying right and and so they were disappointed in that joe didn't and his new pod his new co-host stopped him from you know going full joe because you know (laughs) yeah like (laughs) He, I was gonna ask if you ended up listening to it. Yeah, like he would. You know how the same thing what happened with uh, Ma and Rory, where he got on there being emotional. 
He was damn near there. And they was like, nope, nope, we're not doing that. Like, they, they are his real friends. So they're like, yeah, nope, we're not going to do that. Like, no, nah, we're going to stop you right now because we know your feelings are hurt and we know you're going to say some shit you don't mean. So let's stop. You know, that's real friends. That is real friends. <laughs> Although I'm slightly disappointed just to toxic me because I would love to hear yeah. Joe v. Joe, but. Yeah, he he, and then well, well, Gerard sent me. Uh, he sent me. You see what Royce is doing? I'm yeah. like, oh god, like, here we no go. One is stopping, no one stopping. No one took now. Royce's phone, so Royce went for Royce. Right. So like, like, he's always right. posting these. He's always trying to like break down situations in a business way. I'm like, bro, just tell me how you yeah, feel. Exactly. I'm not trying. Like, oh, so wait, so break, so who would Break it down like I'm five. Like, it's who versus who. So, it's um really Royce and Joe versus Crooked and Joel. Crooked Eye and Joel Ortiz. Yeah. So, because Crooked Eye and Joel Ortiz has the yeah. song. And Royce saying, like, Royce's thing is, I'm not doing Slaughterhouse unless it's all four of us. Like, Joe said he retired, and I still rap, and y'all still rap. We're not going to do a as a trio. It's not Slaughterhouse mm-hmm. unless it's all four of us. Now, Joe said he retired as a solo rapper, but he said he would still rap with Slaughterhouse if the business was together. So if they all agreed on a business plan that they felt like separate from Shady Records, because he didn't like how they was doing um, business at Shady Records. Well, they've been released from Shady Records. So it's like, all right, if we we come together and we do this independently in a way that, well, we all own this because they all own Slaughterhouse. Like, we all own this. We all make this a way that we can work together. Then I will rap. Joe has said this. He said this several times. Now, Crooked and Joel are saying, like, well, we've been saying we want to rap and you ain't been rapping, so we just going to do our shit together, which is fine. No one is saying y'all don't rap together. We're saying don't rap and then say some shit about Slaughterhouse, like, you know, like criticizing Slaughterhouse, because now you shitting on your brothers for absolutely no reason. You two could just rap together, like just rap, you know, Mm -hmm. do your own shit. Like, it's like members are like, I'll say this, like, you know how Wu-Tang got nine members, right? You know what I'm saying? But Raekwon and uh, Ghostface do shit together all the time. You don't see them talking shit about Wu-Tang. They just do Raekwon and Ghostface. That's the same as what Crooked and Joel can do. Like, you don't have to do anything about Slaughterhouse. It could just be Crooked and Joel. And which I don't get because they made that they made that little mixtape EP last year. You know why they did it? And they probably won't admit it because they knew it would do this. <laughs> like, so, like, well, but then uh, B. So then Royce gets on, um, gets on IG and starts talking about if you own twenty five percent of this and Joel and Crook are twenty five percent of themselves too. I'm like, bro, stop breaking it down like that. Like, it makes it hard to be a fan yeah. sometimes when he does shit on IG. But I get where he's coming from. He's saying, like, I mean, they all have their own stake in everything, and they all kind of need to come together. But I think that, like, if on the song too, Joel and Crook are dishing out like all the yeah. dirt. It's not like they're keeping it hidden. They're saying names. They're saying exactly what happened. Like, it's it, it's never gonna happen again. Yeah. It's well it's, now it's too broken. Now, I, yeah, unless they talk it. I mean, they're all friends. They'll talk it out. Even even Royce is like rappers are the hardest individuals to have as friends. You know, what I'm saying like y'all can <laughs> y'all can like have so many things in common, but it's so hard to be these friends. He was like, I'm tired of making new friends. Like so, like he's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. I actually hadn't heard about that, so I was curious to hear. 
kind of what the, the drama was behind that. So y'all broke it yeah. down pretty girl. And I, I hope the listeners appreciate that. Yeah. It's nothing crazy. I mean, it's just funny. That's the first we've heard from Roy since the whole Lupe thing. Yeah. Really? And it, he's they've been really quiet lately. Joe has too. Like, honestly, I forgot Joe was doing his podcast till Gerard said it. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, he be trying to, he yeah. making a lot of money in media. So he be trying to be PC Joe and stay out the way. Yeah. So. And his friends saved him again because he was definitely about to go off the wagon. Like, no, fuck all of this. Flipped his table. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of wish he did. Right. Now everybody did. Everybody was disappointed. Like, why y'all ain't let him go off? Like, like. Yeah, man. Anything else we want to discuss before we get out of here? Yeah, I don't know if there's any more hip hop news. Been a been kind of slow. Real quick, I don't know if y'all pay attention, but it's more in the beef category. Have y'all been paying attention to Young Boy and Lil Dirt? No. I have, I've heard, you know, Twitter is great for like giving you snippets of a song and like yeah. letting you know about certain beefs. I did hear, so when they were doing that, that, uh, that money challenge, I didn't realize that all started because NBA young boy had put, uh, subliminal messages for dirt. Yeah. I didn't know that's what started like this whole like because all the celebrities started doing it right but like this all started because nba boy was sending a message to dirt and dirt was telling them like like y'all taking all day type of shit like if y'all gonna do something basically you know do it i'm like damn but dry i didn't know until we did this podcast like episodes back when you were like nah like the king von situation is associated to like young boy and dirt i didn't know i didn't know that everything was was intertwined so yeah, no, if you could break that down for, for our listeners. Oh, so, you know, they've been beefing for a while. They always had, it was like a cold war. They didn't get along. And that's the reason why Vine swung on Quando uh, Rondo. And the reason why Vine is dead, you know, is because of their associations with NBA Youngboy and um, Lil Dirt. And so, like, See. they dissing one another on the song. And, you know, Youngboy will talk about Vine. He'll talk about love Dirk's brother um D thing getting killed um Dirk could talk about you know young boy being locked up and dropping the soap and talk about his different baby mamas doing only fans and how nobody fucks with him in the industry and then on uh this song that recently came up with young boy he talks about 21 savage he talks about uh Gucci, uh, which Gucci. to me that's <laughs> Gucci. Yeah. I heard he just Gucci. I'm like, oh, yeah, he talked about oh, okay. Gucci. He talked about. Uh, oh, he's asking he for it, huh? My little baby. Anybody, anybody Jesus. that's associated with Lil Dirk that has done work with Lil Dirk or you know anything, he was dissing all of them. Like he dissed Apple Music Jesus. for posting the Lil Dirk diss song, but it was it's released on all DSPs, so they just put it up because it's a Lil Dirk song. Like, so he's asking for it. I will. I will add two things. One. I want to give a shout out to 21 Savage because when he heard the diss, 21 Savage has showed a lot of growth. He said he's doing everything he can to, you know, stop violence and increase peace because everybody knows 21 Savage to oh, take, yeah, take it there. But yeah. <laughs> instead, he's, he's taking the high road and trying to, like, really be involved with, like, see, I think that's the these are the moments when people can really, if you're about, like, nonviolence, because, you know, after somebody dies, you always see the tweets like, man, we got to release stop the violence we gotta you know put the guns down right when someone's sending shots at you like that and for you to then say hey i'm not with the violence i'm trying to you know like really change my ways i think that shows more about your character so that was the first thing second thing that's how you know we we all get old y'all because because see 
Gucci didn't got out of jail. He got his life together. See, he he in shape. People don't know the old Gucci. Apparently, <laughs> see, young boy is young. He don't. He must not know about the, like the video on YouTube where Gucci punched the one girl yeah. and would get off the stage. I'm not condoning at any point violence against women. But the speed in which he was able to jump over the man trying to say, "Hey, Gucci, chill," <laughs> and connecting in the damn like people just don't know what the life did. Like the the Jeezy thing, like that's one thing. But like Gucci put out a video, like he, I smoke it, like he will. <laughs> Gucci, he's from a different era. But see, that, that's the thing. <clears throat> that's the thing with this young boy and Dirk thing too. I mean, because Dirk is like that too, and people have been telling Dirk like. Do not respond. You do not respond. And in the beginning of this song, of Dirk's diss song, he said, y'all telling me not to respond on this rap shit. Fuck all of that. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of it now. Like, so, like. Dirk is taking a higher road, too. Actually, Dirk's mother's house was uh was shot at at one point or, or had an intruder. So, no, I mean, I, I just don't want. We talk about this all the time. It's looking like it's going to get to a point where it'd probably be violent. I just don't want to see that. So, like, shout out to 21 Savage. But when you got people calling you out on songs like Gucci, I hope Gucci remains nonviolent because Gucci is really about that life. He has I a don't kid think now. He like, respond to young boy is what twenty some years old. He's not. He already responded on his on his on his Instagram live. Like he he said legit. Like I smoke you. Like he, he's he's about that action. Bro, so it's I just, easy I just, to say you know, all this shit when you can't go outside. He's on house arrest. Like like like. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> like you know, like so, uh, it's it's all good. It's it's entertaining right now, but like you said, I hope it don't go anywhere past that. So, I will give credit to NBA YoungBoy the way that he's got a stronghold on YouTube. Like when he dropped that song, I think within a day it had I forget how many millions, but like he has a following. He like when you can diss Apple Music Ooh. and not have to worry about like streaming services like knocking you out like his youtube following is top tier like i don't know if there's any artist actually Dude, that I has a bigger YouTube. how i don't get like i don't get hearing his music how like honestly. our generation don't rock with nba young boy like that but like drive said on old episodes like the younger kids like he's like they're tupac i i don't understand it but they love him like when he was in jail like people talking about freedom and yeah. Want his music like they 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 will ride. Yeah, the for him, kids bro. love Young Boy. Like that, I be my son, crazy. my son loves Young Boy, and I be fucking with him all the time, saying that we represent Overlock over here. Yeah, I, all the time. Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, it's always gonna be like that. like the people that listen to rap before us when our artists was coming up. You know, like there were certain artists that had different style, like. Uh, Andre 3000 we talked about like people thought he was weird as hell didn't understand how you could get you know uh, be a fan of him like it always it's just a generational thing like some things just don't have to be understood nah, but he'd be disrespecting J. Cole so I'd be having to push back you know what I'm saying like yeah he said he didn't for as far as showing up to because nah. there was a rumor that, that he was supposed to record with J. Cole and he didn't show up to yeah. the thing but he said like that wasn't he said that wasn't quite accurate like he said he let him know because something happened that day but I don't, hmm. yeah. I don't know. Never know. But, yeah. Shout out to Dirk, though. He's got an album coming out in two yeah. weeks. I'm actually curious. Me too. <laughs> See, I mean, if, if, he, if he's ripping Youngboy on it, he could throw in a little extra track here and there, you yeah, know, man. and 
really mess keep with it on these. wax fellas that's it that's you know stay safe Honestly. out here like it is none of this is worth your lives so just you know i think uh, that is a great title for this episode keep it on wax that is, <laughs> uh, i like that hmm <laughs> i yeah, saw man. that earlier <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mm. forgot. I was like, "Why are you saying this?" Mm. Yeah, man. Anything else we want to discuss before we get out of here, fellas? Nah, I enjoyed talking with you guys. I enjoyed this too. This is definitely therapy for me. But we'll do everything in my power to be here consistently moving forward. I'm it's just saying, a lot. your PTO is running out, so the next time no, we fact. miss a pod, we might have to write you up, buddy. You know what I'm saying? No, and no, we no, still I got a homework assignment you missing. You know what? <laughs> At this point, I just I filled to... up the gas tank. I'm gonna have to pull up on you. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Like, we please draw. I, I appreciate any and all visits of love, man. I appreciate Don't drive out on them yet. Just get the car ready. <laughs> Bro, I've missed so many weeks of school, bro. I, I which homework assignment are you talking about? I got a lot of Mace. quizzes and tests. Mace. A Harlem world. Oh shit! <laughs> you know I haven't done it yet. The the length of the length of that album intimidates me. So every time I go to check it out, I'm like, damn, this one. You literally be sitting down playing 2K, just turn it on. No, that's facts. <laughs> no, that's facts. But you you know, like like Kyle's album, like you said, 10 tracks, 28 minutes. Like that's not intimidating. You like, I can knock that out. Mace got one of them old classic <laughs> 20 song over an hour albums where you gotta really lock in. So it flows so yeah. well together though, B. Like you like you'll hit you'll hit the singles and you'll start moving again. Then you'll hit a track featuring like Black Rob or something. You're like, okay, like Mace alone holds his own on the album. It's really good. I'm not gonna lie to you and say that I'm gonna do it for next week, Drive. But <laughs> the fact that you threatened my life now, I gotta really make it happen. So Bro, listen to Snoop's album then. Snoop's album you know will get you. That's this really what I can't accomplish any of my homework assignments because every time I try to lock in on one, I'm being slammed by the other one to be like, hey, listen to this one too. It's like. <laughs> Who, who do I who do I try to satisfy first, boss? Wow. Yeah, that's oh, really wow. <laughs> wow. You got two hands. <laughs> and from that right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and a casual. And until the next time, y'all be blessed and y'all be easy. Take care. <laughs> Two CSAs in a casual. Funny to me, you guys. Wow. Record together and Drew gets a new spot to impress Gerard. I just. He, I, hey, he was impressed too. He yeah. was real impressed. No, just, you know, chop <laughs> over here. Cool. Keep, keep me out of that. A little more chill. <laughs> <laughs> just nice and warm here. You know, I'm not freezing in my basement. Yeah, it does look warm, actually. Thank you. You got the sun shining in. Nothing like some good sunshine and vitamin D. Hey. Ooh. Oh, yeah, man. Uh. <laughs> if anybody listening and y'all looking for somebody and y'all want to pay around, you know, some coin, you know what I'm saying? Holla at your boy. So I'm going to add this at the end. I'll, I'll plug mine because we need help at Deck Detail, too, this year. We need all the help we can get. B, you need uh, you need help at work? Uh, We're plugging this I- at the end, free advertising. <laughs>
uh, I need help in life. So any, any life coaches out there, man, you know, just hit your boy up. But no, work uh, the least of my concerns right now. Two senseis in a casual.